My guest today is one of the first people that came out of my Twitch stream when I first started streaming, and uh, my streams were absolutely horrifically terrible, and <laughs> he stuck with me, and I could tell right off the bat this guy was a really nice guy, and then I got to know him a little bit more, and he's got a really cool, inspiring background and story, and um, obviously we have a lot in common as he is a Twitch streamer um, with Zwift. So without any further ado, please give it up for Mr. Aaron Shoemaker. Get ready to get inspired. This, this is the Go For The Goldie podcast. Hey, good. How are you doing today? Good, man. I'm doing very well. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming on the show today. I uh, know it's a Friday, but you're a little you know behind me, so it's not as late for you as it is for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally chill, man. I'm glad you invited me on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, a little background. You know, first how I uh, came across Aaron. Um, I know him better known as Pookie Butt. <laughs> That's his uh, his Twitch handle. And uh, when I first started getting into Twitch back in March, April, May, whenever the hell I started, um, he was one of the first people that came on the stream and was really positive and supportive. And uh, with a name like Pookie Butt, you don't forget that, you know. So I, um, you know, we've just kind of been in contact, supporting each other's streams ever since. And I asked him to come on the show, and here he is. So pretty, I, I, I continue to harp on the fact that uh, the Zwift community in specific, you know, on Twitch is just such a cool community with so many cool people that you meet. I mean, I'm sure you've met a bunch of people too, you know, because we were just talking about it right before we started about how you just started this, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's awesome community, honestly. Like, I mean, I've been around like some of the other Twitch communities and you know some of the other streaming communities on on the internet and they can be kind of toxic but you know in in Zwift it's it's all about like you know checking out people and seeing just basically how hard they can smash the pedals and it's just that's kind of different vibe which i totally like related to especially you it's it's kind of ironic because you'd think on a platform like Zwift where you know you're, you're it's it's competitive right i mean there's racing there's metrics on the screen and you always you know you'd think in some in like an athletic arena there'd be a lot more you know oh well you know he he did this but i can do this but there's really none of that you know it doesn't really matter who you are or how good you are um everyone just supports each other and i think it's a really cool especially times like this it's nice to have that sense of community behind you yeah yeah definitely especially for us like introverted people like like me where you can just like with the push of a button like say all right later dudes i'm out of here <laughs> like like it, and basically it'd be on your terms a little bit which is kind of nice for me <laughs> that's a really weird concept uh for a lot of people to understand but i understand you completely on that i'm the exact same way i'm the most extroverted introvert um you know i know you know maybe maybe i'm coming across someone that's just like me right now but <laughs> i um I, yeah i i totally agree with you it's uh you know my my fiance always gets pissed at me because she's like she doesn't understand how i like being by myself all the time 
you know, and I, I love alone time. I love being by myself. I could get on a plane mm. tomorrow, go to a city I don't know, and have a great time, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I totally can understand that. <laughs> totally. So when you, you said you were relatively new to this, when did you start streaming on Zwift? Yeah, probably, I think probably around the same time as you started, honestly. I think it was like, like yeah, April, early April or May or something like that was when I really started. I originally jumped on as a form of uh, rehab for a knee surgery. And I was just like surfing through Twitch one day and I was like, well, there's other people like who are interested in streaming this shit too. So, <laughs> and it just, yeah, it just kind of happened from there. And I found that it gave me more reason, you know, to get on the bike and to actually like get my knee back into shape and things. And it was just like having the community, like we were saying there, just uh, always kind of like kind of boosting you up and making you like feel like the work you're doing is you know worthwhile it's it's pretty nice yeah and so so i'm just sticking with the streaming because it you know it, it keeps me uh <clears throat> it keeps me real it keeps me on my my plan basically because <laughs> uh even even if no one is in my stream like i it like down in like my heart i'm like oh but maybe people will want to come by one day and stuff like that so like i can't miss streaming so i can't miss biking so it just it was it just kind of fit for me yeah i i agree with you totally there it feels good to like it holds yourself accountable you know what i mean it kind of even 100%. if no one's watching you know what i mean like you said 100%. even if no one's watching it's like i can't let them down <laughs> you know that's, that's <laughs> exactly. what i feel oh exactly so uh, you said a knee surgery. What um, what happened? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a long term thing. Um, I actually have a, a genetic issue that causes my joints basically to uh, not really like to hold together so well. Um, the cartilage, the connective tissues, and things are like basically most people. You can kind of compare it to like maybe a rubber band or something like that. The connective tissues where mine's more like chewed chewing gum where it like doesn't necessarily return to its like when you stretch it out it doesn't like stretch back mm. and so like i have those kinds of issues basically all over with my fingers for example i can like do like crazy oh, things and like dislocate joints i do it, it literally i dislocate joints when i sleep and uh wow. so like my knee eventually was just causing too much grief and eventually I had a dislocation and it didn't really go back into place it was it was weird I felt it go out and it was just like a different vibe and then I was like I, I need to go get this checked out finally and yeah they found <laughs> huge like bone spurs and and a lot of arthritis and a bunch of stuff so I, I got uh, basically the joint reconstructed without them putting in any artificial joint as best as they could because they're like you're, you're you're young you shouldn't be getting like a knee replacement right now we'll, we'll see what we can do and so they ended up pulling out a chunk of bone like the size of the like the last knuckle of your thumb and uh and i'm just i mean i'm literally still not over it. and that was back i the surgery was in like january so it's been almost a year and i'm just like finally feeling like i'm probably 90 percent back holy cow no is this <laughs> is this something that you've dealt with like your whole life yeah yeah it and it's just kind of been something i've just had to deal with um and now it's kind of as i'm getting a little older it's starting to become a little more you know i have to kind of take more focus into it and mm -hmm. and uh like the therapy aspects and keeping my my legs strong my core strong and because it's just just that much easier to have those problems now 
I have the same issue in my right knee. I'm actually in the process of getting uh, the exact same surgery uh, planned for that one as well. Oh Probably going to happen in January again. And then it's going to be basically another whole year oh my of God. rehab. <laughs> January is not a good month, huh? <laughs> not for me. Not not the last few. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I, I'll tell you, man, you're honestly one of the most positive people I've ever come across, you know, from the obviously very limited time that we, we know each other you know, from streaming. But um, uh, cheers, man. Seriously, seriously. That's uh, your your positivity is infectious. So um, that's awesome that, you know, you're able to kind of deal with that and move forward and, you know, stay active because I know many, many people that would use that as a crutch, you know, or use that as a reason to, you know, sit back and, you know, not not push themselves. So that's that's pretty damn impressive, man. I mean, it, it is an excuse to do that. And but it was it came down to like. A, a real like profound decision coming like last December where it was like either I really like take a hold of this or I like resign to the fact that I'm probably going to be in a wheelchair in the next year and so I was like I really don't want to if I if I have a choice I'm going to try and avoid the wheelchair <laughs> right and so so that's what I'm kind of doing right now is like everything possible to keep like moving and things like that and hopefully get back to uh you know some more endurance sports like I'm, I'm big on triathlon like you i i love the sport of triathlon and i'd love to get back to to that in some regard now it might not be like full-on running or anything i might have to kind of find some other method to do the the third leg of the the race but i don't know i'll kind of uh, figure that out when i get there that's really cool man i mean i would you know like a do a relay or whatever i mean especially with the past year that we've had to freaking experience with all the races being canceled and everything me and my fiance love doing mm. uh destination races so hey man if you oh, wanted man. to do a uh if you wanted to do a, a relay i'd be totally down for that that'd be fun that'd be a lot of fun <laughs> i'll have i'll have to hit you up on that that would be that would be great i'm I, yeah i mean that's probably what it's gonna end up having to be um, I'm not resigned to, you know, taking the para athlete approach and, and getting a speed chair or something like that if, mm -hmm. if need be, but you know, well, I, anything to keep me involved in the sport and it's just so much fun. The, the, the passion it brings out of me and the excitement to do those types of endurance like activities mm -hmm. is just, yeah, I can't, I can't give that up and like all together. Yeah. That's a, that's a, a beast that you have to unleash. You can't keep that harbored mm -hmm. in you. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. By the way, Pimp's in the house. He's all jacked up. He's very oh, excited. Hey, Pimp, what's up, man? Yo, great to have you here. Um, but you said, so uh, you've done triathlon before. Yeah, um, I've done um, Olympic and sprint distance, and I'm actually looking to hopefully do uh, my first long course uh, this coming October. But again i i don't know if that's i'm signed up for one but we'll see what happens oh real which one uh santa cruz uh triathlon or iron man is that by uh by you and monterey ish area yeah yeah it's it's that's the that's the thing that's kind of why i chose it it was like close to home i could i could leave my house uh on race day i don't have to like you know uh kind of adjust to the new climate yeah get a hotel it was just like there's a good kind of ease into long course so i was like yeah if we got one close by like on basically home turf i'm i'm totally down for something like that oh that's awesome man i'll be cheering for you i didn't know that that's really cool <laughs> yeah i've yeah. never done a long course uh triathlon either i mean i um and my background is in you know football i think you know that and um 
I just never had any interest in doing any long course stuff because I'm just a short little Italian Mario looking guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't have the build to be, you know, running marathons and stuff. But oh man, uh, you got those camera angles down then. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little guy. That's not an accident. That's not an accident. Um, but the um, so yeah, so I mean, you live in a perfect area. I mean, the weather really doesn't ever get too crazy cold by you, right? No, no. People get upset if it's in the fifties, really. Here, oh, that's it's like great. people are dressed in like full like winter gear and like <laughs> basically still summer weather for most places. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I uh, I started. I I mean, I'm I'm from Buffalo. Uh, grew up there and moved to Texas two years ago. So I'm 34. So I moved down here um, when I was uh, 32. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've, I've been here for two years, coming up on three. But um, oh yeah, 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 I moved down here. I was like 31, 32. But um, yeah, doing and there was a little crossover because I haven't been in endurance sports a very long time. But I did do endurance sports when I was in Buffalo and. We have to wake up to like swim and it's, you know, 10 degrees and <laughs> you just have to dig your car mm. out. It was just so miserable. It just, yeah. Oh, the winter sucked. So it's, uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine living somewhere with the weather like that, you know, it's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got that for a, few, a couple years. I went to college out in uh, rural Iowa and that place gets freaking cold during the winter. Oh. And basically with my schedule, the only time I had to train was at like 4.30 a.m. So yeah, I'd be outside in like sub-zero weather, like chipping the ice off the windshield, like getting ready to go to the gym and go swim and stuff. And yeah, coming back here is definitely like, it's pretty nice. It's, it's all year round outdoor training if you want it to be. Now, are you from where you live now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been i've uh, i lived in hawaii for a bit lived in iowa for a bit um but yeah i came back here jesus if you want to experience the two extremes of the united states go from iowa to hawaii my god oh my god <laughs> the, the the year i was in iowa uh, at school uh the winter time it was like record colds and they were comparing it to the surface of mars and i'm just like you know there's probably a problem when people are comparing it to like some other planet like i i should probably find a new place to live are you kidding me oh my god that's, that's oh nuts. dude it was crazy it was just for about a week straight we had like negative 55 degree weather what yeah it was unbelievable like yeah, yeah we went to um nationals for triathlon the one year we're in um we're in Omaha, so driving from Buffalo, you know, the, that's the last state you drive through to get to Nebraska. And, I mean, yeah, no offense to anyone from Iowa out there, but the whole time we were driving, me and my fiance were just like, why would anyone live here? What is this place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you can't you can't imagine. I've heard that oh, so many times. <laughs> and I lived there, so I could, I could totally relate to that. What, uh, so you said college brought you out there? Yeah, yeah, there was a there's a unique uh college out there that I was kind of looking into to finish my degree. So, I went out there for 2 years uh to finish my undergrad and uh before I came back here. Very cool. So, obviously, you know, so before we started the conversation, I uh, I wanted to kind of get a high level so when someone comes here and sees you, you know, oh, this guy's a Twitch Twitch streamer on Zwift. Um but I want to go beyond that. You know, I want to start talking about like, what do you do outside? Cause I saw right before, um, I, we go live. I always like to tweet out, 
you know that we're going live so if someone's interested they can check it out or if they're scrolling through my feed they can go back and listen to the show um but the first thing i saw is you just recently did an alzheimer's um stream is that right um that was that was a while back actually they did a they did a through zwift they had like a uh, virtual fundraising effort a few a few uh events rate like fun races unofficial races and uh, i think zwift community covered it too uh for a while but yeah uh, i like jumping in on those types of events especially in zwift because they have like you know random things that pop up every every month or so just uh, uh tours and things like that and yeah they did the the alzheimer's uh fundraising you know what i'm thinking of is when i searched your name that's the first one that came up so i'm assuming it was probably by like popularity like most people most liked tweet like came to the top when i searched for you uh that's probably what happened (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. maybe yeah um and i also saw so you're you're i i've always wanted to ask you this um and i always forget on stream because when you're commenting your photo doesn't pop up what is your photo? It looks like you're on top of Mount Everest taking a picture or something. What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, well, close. Um, actually, that is the tallest mountain in Europe. That is Mount Elbrus. And I did a mountaineering expedition out there in 2018. I, I, uh, I before uh, the lockdowns and everything happened, I uh, ran a media production company. I did documentaries and, and things like that, promotion. And that was like my first real big project was uh, uh, that mountaineering expedition. It's actually out in Russia. And I was out there for, I think it was like three weeks uh, to do the mountaineering expedition. Wow, that's really cool. So, yeah. oh my God, you just opened up a can of worms. I have a million questions now. So is that what, obviously, is that what you went to school for? Was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, no, I, was, I went to school for medicine. I went to school to potentially become a doctor um, I kind of had like a, uh, I don't know, coming to terms moment after graduation. I, I was like, I'm going to take a year off. I ended up uh, doing a big cycling trip. I cycled from California to New York. Come on. Uh, took like five months, <laughs> over 5,000 miles. Um, and it kind of just, I, I filmed myself. I did a vlog series on YouTube. And then it kind of was like, dude, this is fun. I want to film crazy shit all over the place what's um so and you have a so, youtube channel then obviously i i do and honestly it's kind of lapsed over this last year because i haven't had any content to put on it but yeah i, I do have a, a youtube channel um a couple vlog series of some bicycle tours i did um one across the u.s that way and then i did the uh the great divide mountain bike route which starts in uh alberta canada and stops at the calif or uh, the u.s mexico border which is another like 3,100 miles or something like that, basically over uh, back roads and rough terrains through the Rocky Mountains. Oh my God. Yeah, I saw the uh, the photo that you sent me that we used for the cover, that was a mountain bike. And so I was, and I was wondering if there's some kind of story and uh, obviously there isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's my, that like I used to be a mountain biker back in the day. Um, now my joints don't take it the same way they used to. So I, you know, I went into touring and ultra distance and those types of things and kind of just like yeah fell in love with it fell in love with extreme activities and being in extreme situations where you're like kind of questioning if you're gonna get out or not and that's okay. kind of that kind of makes me feel alive so uh yeah then it kind of yeah that's what ballooned into me wanted to like do a media production company wow that's and, so uh, cool film 
film documentaries and things like that. See, I love stories like that because that just is so, to me, that's so inspiring because you know how many people will go to college and they're like, well, I spent the money to do this. Might as well, you know, get into that career. And then it's just this long drawn out process of working some job that you don't have a passion for. I think it's crazy that we have to decide what we want to be at the age of 18. Like that is just, it's insanity. I mean, I told you I'm 34 and I'm still just for God's sakes. I just signed up for magic classes. Like I'm I'm learning to do card tricks. (laughs) Like that's like my new obsession, you know, but, but you know, it's just never stop learning, never stop changing. And the idea of like going massive crippling debt at 18 and decide, you know, that's going to be your fate the rest of your life is just, so crazy so to hear people like you say that you know you made that cognizant decision to you know kind of change course and kind of discover yourself i mean that that's obviously if you're riding from california to new york and you're recording yourself that's obviously a passion (laughs) you know what i mean that's not that's not something you're doing for the hell of it you know that's that's obviously something that you really like and that's that's really cool man that's that's awesome Hmm. Well, you know, I kind of have this vibe, like if you're questioning whether you're crazy or not, when you're doing something you're enjoying, it's probably the right thing. You know, you just, I, I, it's something that other people would just look at me and be like, wait, you're out here, like in the middle of, you know, nowhere on your bike with, with a hundred pounds a gear, like, how are you having fun? And I'm just like, I wish you could understand, but yep. I don't know. That's why I, I always wonder if I'm just a little crazy. No, but we're I, all a little crazy, right? That's right. That's exactly. I listen to a lot of these like motivational YouTube videos that like are pieced together from people that, you know, other production companies and stuff. And you hear a lot of the same quotes in a lot of them. And um, there's a there's an Arnold quote, an Arnold Schwarzenegger quote, and I forget it exactly at the moment, but it's something to the effect of like, um, do whatever makes you happy. If people tell you that it's crazy, then you know you're in the right spot, or something like that. And it's just kind of like I, what you're saying, you know? Totally, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I vibe with that so much. Yeah. When someone calls me crazy, I take that as a compliment. I always say thank you. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I my worst fear is being normal. Like my worst fear is being like exactly average. You know, I've had jobs where I was. Um, you know, my, my twenties were basically working office because I'm a salesperson. So I've always gone the sales route. Um, but I worked, you know, nine to five sitting in a cube, you know, and that was just soul crushing to me. I, I, I just couldn't do that anymore, you know? So it's, uh, to find passion, like projects, I guess, or like find things to do outside of work instead of just going home and falling asleep or watching TV. You know, I just, I always say the quote, um, you know, most men live lives of quiet regret or quiet desperation. That's what it is. And mm, yeah. I, that, that, that to me just seems nice. like the saddest fate possible, you know, and I'm always mm. looking for that next thing to challenge myself. So um, I think that and when I see that in other people, that's why I always try, like, try to surround and interview people, you know, with your mindset, because that's, uh, I think it's a really interesting kind of peek behind the curtain of what really makes, Mm -hmm. you know, a cool, a cool person. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard many an anecdote from, you know, the older generations, you know, when you, when you ask, uh, people like that who are in their later years, like what, what, what would you want to do if you could do it again? And a lot of, a lot of it's the same as like, there's so many things that I want to be that I'm like, that I was passionate about and I might not have necessarily pursued mm-hmm. and I, I wish I had, and I don't want those. Like, I wish I had moments when I'm, when I'm older, you know? Right. Right. 
so now that you know hopefully you know there's a vaccine right on the horizon and we're being told that things may get some to quasi normal soon whatever that means yeah. Um, yeah we'll see yeah we'll see right um i know especially you you guys are certainly pretty locked down in california it's yeah it's all starting on uh this sunday i hear i actually went out and got a like a preemptive haircut just to be safe just in case <laughs> i couldn't get back to a salon for another like couple months smart man that's smart back in new york they're shutting everything down again too and um uh, i mean texas is pretty wide open still but um you know who knows how that's gonna go but anyway don't want to be negative here <laughs> the, uh, yeah. but you know say say things start get to go back to normal what's what's next on the horizon for i mean obviously you have your your race that you signed up for in october october you said right yeah yeah october and uh so you know career-wise job-wise you know uh, photography production that kind of stuff what what's what's next on the horizon for you Do you have any big documentaries coming up or anything so honestly my my passion and 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 things have kind of been on uh, at least around photography and, and documentary I've, I've kind of had to put it on the back burner kind of with everything going on you know there's no one doing uh, weddings anymore like that I can do photography for there's no just group events you know things basically that photographers or videographers would be hired for is kind of out of the question at the moment. So I still, I still have that, that business set and waiting and hopefully when things get back to normal, I can get back on that. But at the moment I'm just trying to adapt. I'm uh, looking to start and uh, some online stores and things like that, things that can be done from home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and at, at the very least once, if I'm able to get back into photography and videography, I'll have that as kind of like a side hustle and things so but it would be I'm, i'll tell you man it would be nice to get my my camera gear off the tripod that i'm using to stream and actually take it outside again but soon enough stay know, strong stay hopefully strong. <laughs> yeah yeah it'll happen it'll happen my um what i like to do too for everyone that i have on here is i like to put links to things that you're doing you know whether it be your social media profiles or you know like you said your your youtube channel or anything like anything you'd like to you know that we've talked about send to me when we're done here and i put them up oh sure yeah so they'll be you know because we're streaming live on youtube right now i'll put them on there um spotify itunes like all the podcast apps so all the links will go in there so uh, oh that's awesome yeah yeah for sure man this is what I like about this, when I, and I think this, the, the, the um, you know, COVID has really accelerated this community of networking and meeting people and just working together towards a common, because everyone brings something different to the table, you know? So, you know, me and you have cycling in common, but, and we found out that we have triathlon in common, you know, but... Um, you know, you bring so many different unique things to the table that I want to help support you, you know, so someone who, <laughs> you know, because actually I have friends that are from Monterey that live here, but, you know, say they get married in Monterey in the future and, you know, they need a, you know, videographer at their wedding. Boom. Let's go. You know what I mean? So this is, yeah, see, they're pointing at you right there. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I, my vision for this is, you know, the, talk to cool people network and just build relationships you know it's uh there's too much negativity in the world and i try to find the positivity and everything so let's use the internet as a positive force not a negative dividing force exactly i don't i don't i don't know what the future would have held if it if things had played out different but i don't know if i would have probably met a lot of the people i've met 
through streaming that I have over the last few months. And uh, I think I think it's a good thing I did. I'm I'm glad I'm very happy to have met a lot of those people. Uh, yep. Again, just riding your bike in place indoors is uh, can get a little monotonous. But when you have some people, you know, yelling at you and trolling you in chat, it makes it a little more fun. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So speaking of yelling and trolling in chat, um, I am doing my first race tomorrow. And oh, I, buddy. yeah, yeah, I got some questions. <laughs> so first of all, um, it's so I'm doing the Zwift, the Tri Academy. So mm-hmm. it's there. There's like a specific race that like when you go look for events, it actually says like, Tri Academy race. It's like, uh, but I think it's um, it's it's uh, twelve and a half miles. I think so. It's not a long uh-huh. one. So give me some tips. I need some tips because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just signed up for it yesterday, and I'm like, all right, we're letting it rip. Let's go. <laughs> so it's it's the Tri Academy. So is it a is it a time trial? Is it an individual time trial? Is that what you're signed up for? Or? I don't think it's an individual time trial, but I think it's a time trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Let me pull it up right here on the old companion app. Um, I have, let's see, tomorrow at 3.40 a.m. I will not be up for that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Here we go. So it says, the time trial is the ultimate test of your fitness. You'll race, on, you'll race the clock on Fuego Flats. Yeah, so I guess it's just by myself. So it sounds like you're doing a down and back on uh, on Fuego Flats, Tempest probably Fugit. on Tempest. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a popular course for uh, uh, time trials. I've only ever done one time trial on that route, and it was with a with a team. But uh, if you're if you're confident with your like your 20 minute your your FTP your one hour FTP, if you know those numbers and you're pretty confident that those are your numbers. You know that all I can say is try and stick to those, and if you're feeling fresh near the maybe the second half, that's when you can start putting the hammer down. But uh, I'm I'm big fan of the the power graphs. I don't know if you uh, have yours with set up with the the little graph at the bottom that shows your power zones. Yes, they do. As yep. you're riding. Oh yeah. Yep. So basically, if I if I was doing a distance like that, I'd just be kind of trying to hold that that yellow orange that FTP zone, which is where I'd be holding. Uh, most likely, I've seen a lot of other people kind of hold that same tactic as well. Okay. But yeah, man, you'll you'll do you'll do plenty fine. You're you're used to being out uh, kind of on like that time trial setting in a triathlon where it's just you, you know, not worrying about other riders and anything, right. and it's all about you and the time. It's it's pretty similar, and I think as far as Zwift goes, the those individual TT events are uh, probably the most realistic to real world that you'll find out there, you know, without the drafting and things like that. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think you'll be really pleased to hear that Grubby, uh, agrees with you as well. He hopped on and he's listening. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend over there. <laughs> oh, Grubby. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm excited about it. You know, it's, uh, I, I think I'm going to start to race a lot more. What do you race a lot on there? I, Cause I see you, you're part of a team, right? I see you racing. Yeah. With the team. Yeah, I race uh, Thursdays right now is about all my legs will let me do is one one hard effort a week. And so I save that for Thursdays. It's the team time trials, the uh, what is it? The World Tactical Racing League is a it's an organization that races in Zwift. They they put on a bunch of events and things. Um, and they do this uh, team time trial every Thursday. And so I'm I'm on a, a team with innovation and uh, 
we we race uh we're called the baby watts team we're, we're not the fastest team out of the groups but you know we we have a good team we have great banter between uh, uh me and the other teammates it's it's fun it, it gives you that team uh that team feel that team aspect uh to sports um but yeah and it also gives me an excuse to just go as hard as i possibly can <laughs> no i love that and i mean there's no better way to prepare for real world racing than just, you know, dropping the hammer once a week and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's the only way to really embrace that feeling. So that's, uh, and shout out to Mo Allen, by the way, he just hopped in too. Hello. We got oh, the, right on. The hey, whole Mo. gang's here. Hey, the Curtis. whole gang's here. <laughs> if you guys have any questions, now's the time to ask them. Um, so how did you get hooked up with the team that you're on? Uh, actually another streamer uh if you know physique games oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, sean yeah he he originally raced with the team that i'm on now uh we haven't had him on the on the last few races um but uh basically they had they had someone cancel last minute and he was just happened to be on my stream like uh i'll try it out and yeah I, i so far i've been really enjoying it it's been a lot of fun that's really neat yeah the uh the racing aspect of it, I think that's what really caught my eye, which is ironic because I never race on it, but I saw the potential when I first caught Zwift. I'm like, if all the races in the real world are going to be canceled, well, at least I can kind of scratch that competitive itch by, by hopping on here, you know? And then mm-hmm. um, I race, uh, well, I guess it's not, it's, it's racing, but it's not like an official race. I, I work with uh, Team ODZ. I don't know if you've come across Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah, I know a few of the people on ODZ. Yeah, so Jason, I actually, uh, Jason's my coach. So um, that guy nice. is just really smart. It's like, I'm the kind of person when I train, I'm a dummy. So I'm like, you know, I, I can do whatever you're going to tell me, but I can't formulate my own plan. I need to be told <laughs> what to do, you know? So uh, he's just great at laying it out for me and I just get it done. And that's what I was exactly what I was looking for. And just so many things happen by hopping on Twitch and just, inter, you know, just putting yourself out there and meeting all these people. And like you said, you know, it, you don't think, you know, some of the things that have happened to you would have happened if, you know, we didn't go into lockdown or if all the COVID you know, stuff didn't happen. Mm. I wouldn't even consider streaming. I didn't even own a laptop before this all started. So, um, I remember those days, man, when you were first starting out your streaming, that was, that was good stuff. <laughs> oh my God. So I remember, and specifically you, uh, my, my laptop was a piece of garbage and, it was just a train wreck. I was like filming from the side and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but like anything, it's like you just dive in and figure it out as you go. And I remember my fiance at first was like, okay, so you're just going to be riding your bike in front of strangers in our bedroom. Like what? (laughs) And then she heard me talking to a guy named Pookie butt. And she's like, what's going Uh, on in there? (laughs) Who is that? Who is that? Who are you talking to? (laughs) And uh, I'll, I always remember that she's like Pookie. So where does Pookie Butt come from, by the way? Honestly, it's just it's an evolved nickname from when I was younger, and I just I just thought it was so funny, like imagining people just trying to say that name every time they're trying to talk to me. I just I don't know. Just so far, it's worked. Most people smile when they see the name the oh, first time, at least. I mean, you know? it worked over here. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely you and. Um the Grinch Dwarf. You two were like the first that like ever came on my yeah, stream. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I told you, a positive vibe from day one, man. Just always been really nice and helpful and, you know, giving me positive uh, feedback. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. That that goes a long way for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was cool. I was I was just so like hungry for the content when I first I mean I still am I love I check out as many of the new channels and especially now there's so many new streamers popping up all the time yeah it's it's really taken off you know we're seeing like real like uh, pro race series now developing around it you're seeing like top level athletes streaming it's it's starting to become really exciting you know having maybe three or four different camera angles from three or four different racers on a field uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You can see it starting to grow. You can see the momentum building, even from just March and April to now. You know, you oh, can totally. see it's it's definitely taken off. It, it really is. And I think it's, you know what I like too is I I interact with like Zwift a lot on, on like Twitter and stuff. Like they are in, and Instagram, like they like my posts and stuff. Like then, you oh, know, awesome. I'm a nobody. Yeah, it's cool. So it's like, well, they're engaged like that. And, you know, it's it's easy as the social media person clicking like and, you know, I eat it up. But, hey, it's working. You know, it makes me feel at least like they're engaging with their community and they appreciate the people that are, you know, ambassadors like us for it. Mm. Um, Mo is asking, do you participate in any other sports or have you in the past? Uh, I was big into water polo back in like high school days. That was like because uh, I, I my first like sport my first like passion was swimming and then when uh when i got into high school they had a they had a polo team and i was just i was super into that uh until my basically my health kind of prevented me from playing anymore uh but yeah so uh competitive swimming uh, uh water polo and then yeah that was that was most of it i would say Fun fact, Pimp just said he did water polo as well. Yeah. Dude, Pimp, Pimp's, Pimp's a great guy. It's, it's funny. We actually have a lot of parallels in our life. Uh, we, were, we were talking about it uh, on a stream way back, and it's kind of cool. That's awesome. He, uh, yeah, he was on the show, and uh, he inspired me. To, the day after he did the show, I went out and I did a marathon on my rollerblades, uh, you know, in honor of him. I was just like, this is – and I'm all in on that. That's a cool sport too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's if I think if I, I had a little more exposure to that when I was younger, I would have been into it too. But that actually brings me into another uh, another sport I was into. I, I completely spaced on it. I used to be a, a competitive figure skater, so basically like uh, uh, dance on skates with a partner. Yeah, and you spin them around and shit. Oh, you were the partner. I, well, yeah, yeah. Me and me and my partner uh, at the time, uh, we were we were. Uh, almost national level which was pretty sick but then again as the story of my life my my knees were not allowing me to really compete anymore <laughs> that's wild man so water polo swimming figure skating and triathlon that is that is a real uh mixture of sports right there <laughs> yeah yeah random random stuff i don't know i don't know how a lot of it happened but it did <laughs> so i gotta ask you in, in water polo i mean i'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty strong person in general and I'm a I'm a good swimmer your legs must have to be so strong to just kick constantly like that to keep yourself afloat like that is that it just seems so brutal man yeah I, I it takes me back the first couple weeks of, of training is called hell weeks and it's all about just getting the the body used to just extreme discomfort and so like you're base it's basically like military boot camp for two weeks where you're basically living at the pool it's five hour plus a day sessions and it was it was brutal but yeah it was uh it was kind of a juggle me trying to keep the the love of water polo going while trying to also keep my legs working 
and I made it uh, three out of the four years of uh, high school playing. That's, that's a, that's a I fun kinda, sport. I mean, I, I like watching it for sure. Fun. Like in the Olympics, it's, that's one of the sports I really like to watch. That's another thing. It's like, even if you have no idea what's going on, the rules or anything, like there's action all the time. The, yeah. the longest break you get is about three and a half seconds for a penalty. And and then other than that, like it's just rolling, it's rolling and and it's just like, it's brutal. I mean, basically anything under the water goes. Like if the if the refs can't see it, then it's fair game. And you constantly see people coming out of the water with suits ripped off and just big like bruises on their legs and stuff like that. And it's just all part of the game. You don't even realize it's happening in the moment. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have known that it was a part of the sport. Like watching it that's crazy that's uh yeah you, that's some pretty intense stuff going on right there you, you you gotta wear like two or three suits just uh just to be safe yeah you don't want to be nude in the pool <laughs> and then uh it's it still happens on uh, on occasion but you know you're you trying know. to avoid it well if you're nude maybe you don't want to touch you maybe that's just a different plan i don't know <laughs> uh, i don't know i've, I've had the opposite too some, some uh, grabby guys out there if you know what i mean <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, <laughs> but uh, with swimming, what uh, what were your events uh, when you swam? Uh, I was a, an IMer. I did individual medallies. Um, slowly switched from butterfly into uh, backstroke. I didn't like backstroke, but apparently I was good at it. Better than other ones. So, like, I don't know. I always enjoyed butterfly, so I always just stuck to the individual medallies, the, all four strokes. That's cool, man. I was a flyer in high school, and the only reason I like doing it is because no one else could do it. Like, no one else could get the rhythm down. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. That, that was me, too. It was like, it was kind of easier. Other people complained, but I kind of felt the, the flow of it. Right. Yeah, I could never get the breaststroke down, the whip kick. I couldn't, my mm -hmm. body just, for, for whatever reason, my short little stubby legs couldn't do the whip kick. And, uh, <laughs> I did it a couple times in meets and I got like disqualified every time. So oh, no. <laughs> the, um, the last guy I had on the show, he's, um, one of my best friends and he, we swam together in high school and he went the, like, I'm a sprinter and I did, you know, the 50, the hundred, that kind of stuff. And he did the 500 and our high school soccer, our high school swim team was, um, not very big <laughs> so mm -hmm. we needed like every point that we possibly could you know and um it was funny because we were swimming another team that wasn't very big as well so we actually had a shot you know to win this meet and <laughs> my friend is just such a moron he swims the 500 and after and he was the only one in the event the other team didn't even have a 500 so all he had to do was finish right he jumps in and his goggles are immediately like around his neck. So oh, no. what he does, he takes them off and he just throws them, just throws them. So they sink to the bottom of the pool. So we just have to watch him like Tarzan swim 20 laps. Oh, <laughs> that is brutal. So it was painful to watch. The 500 is boring to watch in the first place, you know, let alone a guy swimming it by himself, let mm. alone him struggling to see. But we're like, just finish, man. We need the damn points. Mm. So finishes, we're all excited. We're like, all right, man, way to push through adversity. We, you know, we love it. So then I forgot whatever the race was, the next one. <laughs> the race starts and he jumped in the water to get his goggles and DQ'd our whole team for the what? wave. <laughs> the whole team. The, yeah. No. Yes. And we want to no. lose the beach. It's like, oh, good work. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We, uh, a memory that I remember that, um, 
It would never happen in California, but I remember there was a fire drill in the middle and swimming. It was swimming a fall or a winter sport for you guys or spring. It was fall. It was fall. Yeah. So in New York, it's a winter sport. Um, so we were in the middle of a swim meet and the fire alarm went off and they were like, you can't go to the locker room. You got to go outside. So we were literally standing outside in January in Buffalo, just in our swimsuits. It was like five degrees. And we're like, oh, how is this God. acceptable? <laughs> like you wouldn't even let us get a towel, you know? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a memory that I, I remember. I remember just like dancing in place because my feet were on the cement. It was like cooler to, it, it felt better to stand in the snow because the concrete was like so cold. Uh, yeah. Hoping they wouldn't have the tongue effect, you know, where you like stick to it, but it wasn't. Oh no. Yeah. no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you played, so the figure skating thing, how long did you do that? Yeah. What was that? About a year and a half. I was on the, I was on uh, the first year uh, I competed through the, the the sport um basically established myself and then the next year was like big into training for nationals and then so i got in about half the season before my my knees went out and so yeah about a year and a half i think was yeah how do you compete is it through like a local club because it's not a school sport right no no yeah i i we had a we had a, a rink close by and i just uh I honestly don't really know how it happened. I think I was just there on like a free skate day and then uh, I was chilling after the, after it closed and I saw all of the, the team come out and they started, you know, running drills and things. And I was like, well, oh, that, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. So obviously you were a and skater it, like growing up and then it just kind of clicked for you one day. Then when you saw the, <laughs> no, actually like I saw it and I literally was like, ah, I'm going to try this out. So I, I joined their beginner lessons. Like it wasn't even part of their club team or anything. They just, uh, in the mornings they offered uh, on Saturdays, they offered like a beginner's course, like basically learn how to not, not fall on your ass kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just like, I progressed to the intermediate course within like a, a couple weeks and then I made the advanced course and then I got asked to join the, the team after like a couple months because uh, the, there's not many guys who do figure skating i for some reason i don't know why <laughs> but but yeah so um i it was cool though because it like i immediately got to get partnered up i got, got to do the partner events which was what was like the fun thing to do i didn't like the individual stuff mm -hmm. and so like yeah my partner and i were we vibed pretty well and we yeah we skated together for a year and a half and before i had to quit that's really cool, man. What a story. So you're pretty damn athletic, huh? Just picking it up out of the blue like that. Uh, and then I, 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 I mean, I like doing that stuff. Yeah. It was just fun. I, I, at the, at the time, I don't think it was as competitive, at least for my, my age groups and things. So, uh, so I'm not to talk myself down or anything, but I don't know. Uh, I guess, yeah, I just, I just enjoyed it and I, I had an act for it, but. Well, that's what makes uh, great athletes. Great is, you know, you, you, there's a, there's an always an element of like I can be better, right? There's always an element oh, like yeah. the imposter syndrome kind of thing. You know, I get that oh, all the yeah. time too. So yeah, I uh, I know what you're saying, man. But and and yeah, I like that that whole like you know there till late at night, you know, you know digging deep. Like when everyone else has gone home, you're still you know running drills and things like that. I, those are the kinds of moments like that I think back to, and I'm just like yeah, that that stuff makes me like really happy. That feeling. Honest to God. See you, Mo Allen. Mo Allen's out of here. He's saying goodbye. So bye. Oh, <laughs> later, Curtis. Thanks for stopping by. Um, but that that feeling, I, I tell you, man, there's just so many people that I don't think ever get that feeling of that grind. You know, like when 
I, I, I live on that. I, I feed on that. See, I'm an early riser, so I work out. Um, I try to get to the gym by like six every day. And um, I told you I'm big on like inspirational quotes and shit like that. And mm-hmm. There's a rock quote that I love. And he says, I work out two times before most people are awake. And I absolutely love that because I lift and then I do my running in the morning. So I'm, I'm working out two times, you know, before because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm home usually by like 830 and then I you know, start working. But um, yeah, that there's something super motivating about that. Like there's I don't know what it is, but like when, you know, like even on a Friday, you know, like here in Texas, it's 730, you know, and I'm doing a podcast you know what i mean i could Mm. be out at happy hour i could be you know doing a million different things but like i wanted to talk to you and i wanted to you know do my little podcast you know so um yeah i appreciate you coming on man so what else don't we know about you we 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 said you know you're you're the man of international man of mystery we've talked primarily about sports and your job but what else what else we got oh man i don't know basically my whole life seems to revolve around uh uh, Zwift and kind of getting getting uh, uh, my hustle set up at the moment. So I don't know. It's it's kind. I'm kind of like who am I as well right now? It's like a if, slingshot. If you, you're just waiting as soon as things get back to normal. There, you're gonna release, baby. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I, I don't know if I've ever been in this good a cycling shape even before like any of this lockdown. I'm definitely in. Uh, my legs are stronger than they've ever been before. So if anything good comes out of this, I guess it's that my health has improved. That's good to hear, so. man. That's definitely good to hear. And, you know, that knee issue, I mean, that sucks, but it sounds like you're working through it. I mean, you said you're planning on the other knee then. Um, yeah. January, you're probably going to be doing that. Probably around January. I don't know. I've been putting it off, honestly, for months. Yeah. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a pleasant thought to, to be like, because this whole year has literally been rehab and knowing that I'm going to have to do that again. It's yeah. It's a lot to cope with at least in my mind no especially the gains that you've made you know because at this time last year you think about that that's weird right this time last year you weren't even on zwift right i mean that's uh that's a pretty bizarre concept to think about <laughs> again this this time last year i was looking into wheelchairs so that's a that's definite improvement that's that's awesome man that's some inspiring shit right there and that's um i know you didn't hear the jingle when I uh, I started the podcast, but the jingle says "Get ready to get inspired." Welcome to the Goal for the Goalie podcast. So, um, yeah, you're you're an inspiring person, man. You definitely are, and I hope people can, um, you know, draw inspiration and um, you know get over their get over their excuses. Because if anyone were to have excuses, it'd be you. And you're out there grinding it every day, man. So that's that's pretty cool. Hell yeah, hell yeah. If I if I can if I can inspire people to do you know just one thing you know just by me doing my own thing not even trying that that's a that's a great feeling that's right man that's right and that's that's really the oh piney druid says hello by the way so hi piney. oh hey piney hey didn't say hi did a guy holding a heart did his and pookie oh. so yeah so Aww. yeah nothing but love to you brother um but yeah, that's um, that's that's the whole point of like why I started this. I want to talk to people that inspire, and in this time of negativity and uncertainty, you know, people are finding ways to continue moving forward, to continue to motivate and be exciting. So um, that that's why I wanted to talk to you because I, uh, I, you know, you were one of the most positive people that I've come across in the internet so far, and uh, <laughs> there's not too many of us. <laughs> <laughs> there's not too many positive people in the internet. That's for sure. 
No, um, no, no. <laughs> but you, you know, you you continue to do it every day, man, and you really are an inspiration. And um, I, you know, thanks for coming on. And um, so, what's real quick, you know, so for so people, you know, can watch you and what. So your your handles, Pookie Butt, P O O K I B U T T. That's your Twitch handle. Uh, yeah, I E Pookie, with an I E. Yeah, P O O. That's that's me. K I E B U T T. Um. And then what what other links am I going to put in here? What are you going to send me and maybe go over that for a second just so people have yeah. it. Um, yeah, I guess I'll send I'll send my YouTube link over if anyone's interested in checking out the my old uh, vlogs of me looking completely ridiculous in front of, of a camera before I had any sort of like confidence around that. Uh, yeah, you could check out my, my old cycling vlogs and uh, I'll shoot you a link to my mountaineering documentary if that's something. Oh hell yeah! I'll, I'll be watching that. That's really cool, man. That's uh, you got to be. That's got to be something you're really proud of. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, now I just have to do the other six highest mountains on the in the in the world. Well, eventually, that's uh, that's easy. You got one down, so let's just. Down I got one it. down, so yeah, <laughs> six more to go. That's it. Just rinse and repeat. <laughs> mm. All right, man. Well, thanks for your time. As always, it was nice to chat with you, and we will be seeing you on Zwift. Yeah, I'll be there. Good to uh, good to talk with you, and uh, I'll be seeing you there too, man. Your streams have been awesome again. Like I said, like they've come a long way the last <laughs> the last year, and it's looking really solid now. Well, appreciate that, brother. Nothing but love. Happy Friday, man. We'll see ya. Yeah. Cheers. See you, man. Well, there you have it, folks. Yet another episode of the Go for the Goldie podcast, and I'm excited. This is going to be a really, really fun 2021. I have a lot of really cool, exciting guests. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this interview with Aaron. He's a really great guy. Go ahead and check out the links uh, for his social media adventures and uh, make sure to give him a follow. And as always, I always like to mention just a couple of uh, companies and brands that I am associated with, and it's not by accident. These are brands that I really enjoy, use, and support. So first, and as always, on running, I tell this all the time to everyone that I meet. I'm a huge fan. Whenever I see someone wearing them out and about, I always walk up to them and start a conversation with them. And as a part of the On Run crew, um, I have too many pairs. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choking. Um, <laughs> I have too many pairs that they will even fit on my rack at my house. I mean, I literally just re-upped on my cloud stratuses and what I do a lot of my heavy lifting training on. I train in the uh, race in the clouds and I just ordered the cloud Novas as a uh, everyday kind of type of cool looking shoe there. So any questions about on running, uh, please direct them my way. And please, if you're going to get a pair, reach out to me before you do because I want to answer any questions they have and make sure that you're in the right one for the perfect experience. Um, I'd also like to mention Rubcore. Um, they have been really, really generous to me and one of my good friends um, is helping to run that organization over there. Basically what they do is they provide rubber surfacing solutions from pool and patio decks to sports courts, gym floors, locker rooms, and most importantly, it's the space that's under my bike. Um, kids play areas, industrial surfing, kitchen workspaces, and even equine surfacing for trailers and stables. Um, and basically how they've helped my training. I mean, if you're training on this stuff, it's going to increase the shock absorption and foot stability. So you get fewer injuries over time, get optimal traction and energy return um, for maximum uh, dynamic performance. And then on top of this, the unique properties of the rubber that the shoe, uh, uh, 
floor is actually made of is acoustic acoustic absorption. I have trouble talking. Acoustic absorption and sound dampening, making it a fantastic option for home gym surfaces, AK, like I told you, I have in mind. Uh, the poor conducti conductivity of rubber allows for ambient surface temperatures, making it the perfect solution to walk on in the hot summer months. Hence, the reason this product is used by most of the major casino resorts along the Las Vegas Strip. And you can't argue with Vegas. And naturally, antimicrobial and antifungal, uh, making it a surface of choice for the times. And uh, Rubcore, if you were looking into it, they offer five-year warranties on all the surfaces, um, displaying its durability, and unlimited brand and logo design opportunities to set you apart from the rest. So you can get your own go for the Goldie mat in your backyard. Now, isn't that what everybody wants? And lastly, um, I'm going to... I, I've recently become an ambassador with Raise Energy by Rep Sports. Um, you've seen me taking all kinds of different potions and goos and gels to get all kinds of jacked up before my workouts. And I fell in love with this stuff. And that's why I applied to be an ambassador and got accepted. So uh, I uh, really love this stuff. Like I told you, this is something that I've recently come across. But uh, basically, you know, powered by the enhanced refresh technology is what they call it, Raise Energy, delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories. And they wanted to develop an energy drink that aids in multiple different categories, which included, you know, targeted focus, enhanced recovery time as glycogen becomes depleted, improved clean energy levels, boost in stamina and hydration. So most importantly, each can of Raise Energy is absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, which is huge for me, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. Shouldn't have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice, the number one fan voted energy drink on the market to date with Raise Energy. And when you go ahead and get it online, go ahead and use that code Goldie and you will get a nice little discount there. So a win-win for everybody. Well, again, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it as always. And big news in 2021. We're going to get regular with the show here. So no more guessing when the streams are. They are Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Time. We have a great lineup, like I said. So set that calendar reminder, and we'll see you Wednesdays uh, starting on January 13th. Bye-bye. <laughs>